This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is Kareem Grimes. What's up, Kareem? How's it going? Man, it's good, man. Just, uh, you know, dealing with uh, dealing uh, with this this whole coronavirus thing, man. You know, I'm making uh, the most of my time, man. So, yeah. you know, keeping, uh, keeping a positive attitude. Yeah, where, where are you at right now? I'm in uh, Los Angeles, California. Okay. Is it, yeah. I know, is it, uh, are you guys on lockdown? I mean, sort of. yeah, where, I mean, Gavin Newsom was like, hey, it's a lockdown, so... I mean, I would go out and I would, it's not that much traffic. I will say that. So, I mean, for the most part, everybody is, you know, on lockdown. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hopefully uh, end soon. I'm not really sure. I mean, I don't think anyone's sure, but hopefully. Uh, yeah, it's just people just people really just got to stay home. Like yeah. at the end of the day, that's what it is. Just stay home and let this thing, you know, ride out. Yeah. Has that affected any gigs you had lined up? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think for anything, Hollywood, when, when you have a pandemic like this, it shuts down everything. So um, I was actually working on a show and uh, they shut down. Um, they shut down because because of it. So, yeah, yeah. especially in the industry. Yeah. yeah. Nobody is shooting anything right now. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, let's go back in time a little bit. How did you how'd you get started in acting? Oh, man. Um, it's so funny. Uh, I started off you know, really just, uh, getting a bug, man, you mm-hmm. know, watching TV, um, you know, watching shows and was like, yo, I, th- I think I can do that. And then of course, you know, entertaining family when they're over mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, uh, blessing my mom had a friend who was, um, he would, uh, cast a lot of extras mm-hmm. in, in stuff. And, uh, you know, a little kid, you say you want to do something, your parents, put you in that. And then by next week, you're on to something different. So, um, you know, we started doing uh, extra work and, uh, my mom, you know, saw that I, you know, really took a liking to it and wanted to do it. And, you know, from there on, man, we, we got into acting classes, Marla Gibbs. Um, and you know, from there on, man, it just, it just continued to go from there. So, you know, um, yeah, just start doing extra work, you know, as a young kid, man. And then, you know, from there on, it goes. Yeah, so where, where did you grow up? Uh, born and raised in Inglewood, California, man. So okay. I'm, I'm an L.A. native at heart. Gotcha. <laughs> I literally grew up, I grew up literally right around the corner from the form. So, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a Laker, I'm a Lakers fan, to, to diehard Lakers fan, for real Lakers fan. All right, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in Connecticut. We got those uh, fake Laker fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I saw that. Uh, was it your your first film? I guess I would say right was Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Yeah. First film was Boys in the Hood, and uh, I was an extra on that movie, man. And uh, you know, my mom was very excited because she was like, "Oh, it's the young, it's a young black man. He just graduated SC. This movie." She was super excited. I was just happy to be out of school and be on set. <laughs> and um, I think the second week into shooting, uh, we were at lunch and we were just throwing the ball around. And John Singleton came over. He was talking to us, and you know, he he was uh, you know talking to me. He took a liking to me. And uh, was like, yo, man, I'm going to give you some lines um, after we come from lunch. Um, are you okay with that? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, from, from that point on, man, it was a blessing. You know, John Singleton saw something in me. And, uh, you know, that is my first movie and first speaking role. And from that point on, man, it just, it just took off. So, you know, I always, always thank my big bro, John Singleton. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. How how old are you then? Man, I'm 44. Damn, I thought you were younger than that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people, they don't believe me uh, when I tell them. But uh, yeah, man, I was born in '75, so you know that's that's a part of, like I said, looking at TV shows. I was looking at Mel's Diners, Three's Company, uh, you know, like Flip Wilson. Like these are the shows that I grew up on. So that's how I got that bug. Of, uh, so you were like 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> a lot of people think that, and that's good. I mean, listen, I attribute that to, you know, 
trying to stay in shape, you know, stay away from negativity. I don't drink or smoke. And, uh, you know, I'll try to take care of myself, man. Yeah. So I know you've been in a, in a lot of stuff. Like what, what has been, I want I don't want to say your favorite, but what's been like your top moments so far? Oh man. I mean, I want to say, uh, definitely boys in the hood because that's such an icon. That's like an iconic film, man. Like yeah. that's embedded in film history. Um, I want to say the second one would probably be Jarhead uh, mm-hmm. because I was able to, you know, act alongside of Jamie Foxx uh, when he won his Oscar for Ray. Um, and then also working with uh, Oscar uh, winner, uh, you know, Sam Mendez and Roger Deakins, who was the DP. So, uh, and, you know, a bunch of great guys, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jocko Sims, um, you know, guys like that. Um, and then I want to say my third is, uh, Clint Eastwood, uh, the mule, um, you know, being able to, you know, be in a scene with Clint Eastwood, man, as an actor, you know, I grew up watching this guy, my, my grandmother, (laughs) my my family members, uh, you know, grew up watching, you know, Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry, the whole nine. So, uh, to be able to, you know, be in a film with him, uh, and, and be in the scene, man, that's, that's definitely my third top and then right now man really just all american yeah. that tops it off man the tv show um you know second season it's number one it's been number one trending on netflix so we're definitely in the top five right now so those are like my tops <laughs> what about how do you think like netflix changed the game like for you personally and like just like actors in general yeah, I think uh, Netflix gives shows or it gives uh, people the the opportunity to, um, you know, discover new shows, mm-hmm. uh, films, documentaries. And um, that's what Netflix does, man. Um, and it definitely has helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know last year when uh, All American was on Netflix, a lot of people thought we were a Netflix show, but we were yeah. actually on the CW. And uh, it got a whole new set of eyes. And people, once again, discovered this show. It's like, yo, this is crazy. I really like this show. When are you guys going to be back on Netflix? And it's just like, no, we're not a Netflix show. We're on every Monday, 8 o'clock on the CW. And, uh, you know, with, with uh, Netflix, Netflix being such a powerhouse platform, man, it really just gives projects, uh, like I said before, TV shows, films, and documentaries, it gives them so much exposure that it allows people to be able to discover these these, these great shows that are out there. It's great content. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that about the CW because I remember I found out and I saw season two was coming out and you could watch it like on the app or whatever. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I don't even want to watch it like one one by yeah. one by one. I was like, I just wait till Netflix. Now it was a perfect Netflix. <laughs> that's the, I mean that's that's where we're in right now, man. That's just the climate that we're in. Like you have a lot of people that say, hey. I don't even want to watch it on a weekly basis. I'd rather just wait till, you know, Netflix and I can binge the whole thing in a day or two. So the one newer thing I've seen Netflix do is release, like say like on some shows, they release like five episodes one week, then five the next week, which is pretty cool too, which is, then it gives you that little like TV old school feel and like the new school feel. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. And what about, can you take me through like, like what an audition process is like? Um, audition process is, you know, you get a call or email, um, from your agent or your manager Mm -hmm. and it's pretty much, you know, uh, the breakdown, uh, of characters and then, uh, you know, or they may just send you your role Mm -hmm. with a breakdown and a synopsis of what the uh, project is about. And, you know, and then usually attached to that are sides and sides are, you know, uh, part of the script and they take maybe a couple of pages and they send you just those pages for you. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's one page, sometimes it's 10 pages, <laughs> you know, so you have to, you know, be able to study, break it down, kind of make your choices as an actor. And, uh, you know, you get an audition time, you get an appointment time. They usually give you the, the address, uh, where you need to be. You know, most of the times they're on sets, they're at offices. So, you know, you have your time and, you know, you go from there. You put in the work, prepare, go in and audition, 
and uh yeah you're you're either reading with one person or you're reading with two people or you may have the director in there and the producers in there and and just you know one person reading so it just depends man and then now with with today you have um taped auditions to where you just may get the audition the sides and they say hey this needs to be turned in you know tomorrow today or in two or three days so you have a couple of days to work on it or you may not and then you just have to you know either find a self-tape spot or you do it yourself at home tape it edit it and send it off yeah and what about what's the difference between is it the same like for movies and tv shows yeah it's all the same it's all the same it's all the same whether it's a tv show or or a film you either have an in-person audition or you uh you self-tape I will say within the past, I want to say three years. Yeah, about three, three to four years. I put myself on tape more than I have in my whole entire career. Why do you think that is? I think just, just the industry changing. Um, you have some casting directors who are in New York, uh, New Orleans, Chicago, Atlanta. And, you know, you're not able to, you know, get down there. So they say, hey, you know, send us a self-tape and either they'll cast you off of that self-tape. Gotcha. And now do you think it's um, easier now with social media and stuff to get roles? Um, I wouldn't say that. It just depends, man. It's, it's, it's interesting because with social media, it's allowing people who may not have taken acting classes or studied the craft but you know they think you know they're funny or somebody's or somebody told them they're funny yeah. or say oh man you can be an actor now it gives you the ability to be able to you know do one minute of whatever it is that you want um and that that that's kind of a it, it's i've always had a problem with that because i put in the work i've studied the craft i'm dedicated to the craft and, you know, for somebody to just have a phone and say, oh, I'm an actor and start doing a minute work of stuff, it's kind of like, come on, man. And then you amass these followers. And, you know, some of the studios look at that and be like, oh, well, they have X amount of followers. You know, let's put them in a film. And sometimes that just doesn't work, bottom yeah. line. So, but I, I, do, I do feel that, you know, you can use it to your ability if you are an actor and you're branding yourself you can brand yourself to say hey you know i'm an actor and then you can post some auditions I, i've done that a few times as far as if there's a project that i didn't book i'll post that audition you know what i'm saying or you know i'm you know pick something and then you know record myself um and then you know tag these directors or casting directors um, or producers so they can see my, you know, see my work. But, you know, it's just, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a thin line between that because it's got to be good stuff. It just can't be just, you know, some buffoonery and, and just, you know, something thrown together. It has to have some, some type of merit to it. Yeah, so you went, did you go to, you went to acting school? Yeah, so I, I took uh, acting classes when I was young, uh, also in high school, drama school, and then when I got to college, I studied broadcast journalism, film, radio, and television. Um, after I graduate, after I graduated, then it was more of I took acting classes uh, at uh, this spot called Black Nexus. Um, now it's called Susan Batson Studio, and Susan Batson probably one of the the top I feel um, acting coaches in the business she's coached uh, Nicole Kidman um, and a host of other actors but uh, that's who I've uh, studied uh, studied with and also New Collective LA which is kind of like a branch of that school uh, the people who studied under Susan started a school out here because Susan is based in New York and uh, those are kind of like you know who I study with because I just like their techniques. Gotcha. Oh, where'd you go to college? I went to Cal State LA. Okay. I stayed out here. <laughs> and I was still acting while I was in college too. Crazy. Yeah. I was taking, you know, 12, 16 units working and auditioning. You know, it was the hustle. You yeah. know, you got to get it done. You know what I mean? 
you think college benefited you in any way for acting? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, people that I met in my class are, you know, a good friend of mine, Danielle Ross. She's, she works for, um, who does she, she works, she's in the business and, uh, you know, she, she works for a big, uh, a a big name actress, Mm -hmm. you know, who has a production company. Um, I've gotten jobs off of, you know, just the relationships that I've had with people in college that have gone on, you know, to do big things. So, you know, definitely college definitely helped me. A cool thing too is my, one of my college professors, he directed all the men's warehouse commercials. I don't know if you remember the men's warehouse and be like, I guarantee it. Like he directed all those commercials, which was, which was cool. So if I, if I had an audition, he understood, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, definitely college definitely helped, you know, because definitely the relationships that you, uh, that you, uh, you know, you built there, uh, you know, has definitely got me jobs. Yeah. Yeah. You need it. You gotta get a Wikipedia page because this is the information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why you know. Listen, usually, it, it, it'll come. It'll come. <laughs> that's why, because usually, like, I know some of the stuff, but now it's like, but it's cool too, because that's. I mean, this is like a true. Like, I have no idea, so I didn't know. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My friend, she she works for Regina King. I was trying to think of the uh, of of her name, but she works for Regina King. She works for a production company. So, you know what I'm saying? That's just a, she knows I've worked with her. I've worked with Regina King in before on Boys in the Hood. You know what I'm saying? And it just so happens that uh, a friend of mine that I went to college with works for her. So, you know what I'm saying? Just see how it all connects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's crazy. Yeah, because like when I think about college, like I don't think I, I mean, I think I learned a lot, but not really at the same time. But like the connection's invaluable for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, going back to all American, like mm-hmm. take me through like the day, like a day on set with that, and like how long does it take to film a season? Okay, um, with all American, uh, funny story. Um, my character was only supposed to be on there for two episodes, okay. <laughs> and I was, you know, the last couple of episodes of the first season and you know as an actor when you get you know roles like that you kind of you know want to take advantage of the moment and seize it and you know do your best and uh you know that's how I was able to you know get on to to season two um I have another story too but a, a typical day man is really like you know 16 hour day mm. um but it just depends um and it's so funny. I, I say that and people are like, geez, but but I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's one of those things when you find something that you love, it never feels like work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, typical day, 16 hours, but you know, call time maybe, you know, well, I think one one call time I had, I think it was like five o'clock in the morning because I had to get makeup. I had to get prosthesis on. Uh, for the scene that I got beat up in uh, in prison. So I had to get, you know, makeup on. So I had to be on set at five o'clock, uh, be in makeup for about two hours. Um, and then, you know, get to my trailer, wardrobe, put on my wardrobe, try to get something to eat. Uh, they usually have your sides in your trailer of the scenes that they're shooting today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you try to get in, study them. And, uh, you know, just relax, really, until it's your time, you know, until it's your time to get called. And uh, for me, you know, because I love what I do, you know, I'm always prepared, man. I'm always prepared. So, you know, for me, my scenes, they don't take that long, to be honest. And I pride myself on that. So, you know, we may have two pages, two, three pages. We may knock it out and you know, maybe 40, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And that's just, you know, knowing your lines, hitting your marks. And it's pretty much the director saying, oh, we may need to shoot it this way. We may need to shoot a close-up, establishing shot. Let's turn around, get your, you know, your close-up or, you know, opposite uh, Breezy's close-up, two shot. And that's pretty much it, man. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
And like I said, I just attribute that to just being prepared as an actor, knowing your lines, hitting your mark. Um, and, you know, when you're on set, you know, it's fun, but, you know, it's, 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 it's a job and I love what I do. So, um, you know, it just depends, man, you know, 40, 45 minutes. And then, um, you know, I'm, I may be done. Or, you know, if I have another scene, you knock that out and then they may shoot another scene before they get to yours. So, you know, you got at least a couple of hours to chill until mm -hmm. you have your uh, other scene and you knock that out and then you're done. So it just depends, man. You can literally be on set for four hours, three hours, two, three, four, five hours. It's just up to you, man. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. And then yeah. wait, how long, how many days or months does the whole season take? Uh, so this second season, we started in July mm -hmm. and we went into uh, December, into December, beginning of January. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So when you said um, you were only supposed to be on the show for like two episodes, they brought you back mm -hmm. because of yeah. like how well you perform? Yeah. 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 Of what? you know what i brought to the character um and that's one thing you know for actors if you get an opportunity it doesn't matter if the role is small you know what you bring to it can you know you know have an impact and you know for writers and and producers and they're like man we, we like what this guy or this girl is bringing to this you know to this to this character let's you know, let's write something else for them. Let's see what else they can do. You know what I'm saying? And that's just being prepared, taking taking the opportunity, seizing the moment, and, uh, you know, being professional, going in there and doing what you need to do. Yeah, that's dope. And, yeah, so I know you got a lot more screen time in season two. So yeah. I know it's only been out on Netflix for a couple of weeks now, but have you been getting more, like, followers, like, more attention? Oh, man. Oh, man. It's been, it's been, it's been amazing. It's been humbling. It's a blessing, man, um, you know, to, like I said, with the fanfare of this show, uh, we're in a day and age to where, you know, you, somebody can see you on TV, they look for the credits or they can Google the show, find your name, find your Instagram, your Facebook or whatever. So, you know, man, it's been crazy. Like, I've gained at least maybe six to 8,000 followers yeah. since since its release man and it's still continuing to grow you know i try to answer as many dms as possible because it's just the type of person i am man you know yeah. what i'm saying i want to engage and stay connected to people because you know they took the time out to watch the show and they appreciate the character man so i definitely just want to reciprocate that love and that energy back yeah now being a veteran um I know a lot of the actors are young on the set of All American. Yeah. I noticed some of them, that was like kind of like their first big role. Like, did you mm -hmm. help them out? No, nah, man, because, you know, they've, they've had at least half a season oh, under yeah. their belt before I came in. So, you know, everybody's dope, man. Daniel Ezra's amazing. Michael, you know, Greta, Breezy, like all of them, Karima, Tay. You know, they're all amazing actors, man. And, uh, you know, they, you know, they, when I came in, it was it was like a pretty much a world oil machine. It was just like, you know, how can I insert myself in and be a part of this world oil machine, man? So, nah. And what about, how, how do you get into, like, character? Like, what's your process? Or, like, what, is there, like, do you have any uh, superstitions or anything like that? No, man, not, not, not too many, not, not superstitions, man. It's just, you know, I think it's just part of the, the, the teachings yeah. and you know the studying I've done under, you know, Susan Batson of just, you know, it's, it's, it's layers, it's layers, it's creating a character. And because I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, California, and, you know, I grew up in South Central Los, Los Angeles as well, Inglewood you know, where I grew up in neighborhoods where there were gang members and <laughs> I played football with some of them. And, you know, so for me, it's just taking situations in my life, actual experiences in my life and people that I've encountered and, you know, observing and seeing, you know, how they move and, 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 and their story <laughs> and really incorporating it into this character, man. So, you know, I, I know a bunch of preachers. I know a bunch of preachers, 
you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't hard for me to, to, you know, tap into that character because I grew up around a bunch of preachers. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, do you go back and watch it? Like watch the season? Yeah. 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 I definitely watch. I watch the episodes. Um, I'm one of those actors. I like to watch myself and I critique. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of those like, oh, I can't stand to see myself. No. Because it's, 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 like, it's like a basketball player or football player. They always watch tape of themselves. You know, what can they improve on? What can they get better in? What, you know, what choices I could have made in this scene or things of that nature. So, you know, I, you know, I watch it like game tape. <laughs> I pretty much watch it like game tape. And what about, I think, you, did you guys get renewed for season three? Yeah, yeah. So we definitely got renewed uh, for season three. I think we got renewed in season three and we weren't even done with season two yet um, oh, because everybody, you know, like I said, the fanfare and mm. everybody was really watching and, you know, so yeah, we, we got renewed like in the middle, kind of almost towards the end. Um, so, you know, they're writing season three right now and, you know, hopefully with this uh, coronavirus situation and it ends, we'll, uh, we'll be back to work in July. And then hopefully, you know, fall, October, you guys will start seeing season three. Yeah, and then I also saw you were in the, the Little Nas X video. Yeah, yeah, Little Nas X, man. It was, uh, it was a blessing. Um, relationships, man. I know uh, Calmatic. He's a good friend of mine. And I met Calmatic, I want to say three years three years prior to this um, through Facebook. Um, some a friend of mine, uh, Dalen, he connected me with him because he was looking for some actors for a project, for an independent project that he was, you know, putting together. And, uh, you know, I reached out to him and we actually had lunch because he lived around here. And we ended up meeting at this spot over in the neighborhood called Simply Wholesome. We sat down. And uh, we just chopped it up, man. And, you know, I didn't really know too much about him. I knew he was a, you know, up and coming filmmaker. <laughs> and uh, we talked, had a good good time. We, we connected. And um, I want to say a couple of weeks later, I was on YouTube just looking at videos. And I saw that he did a lot of stuff with, uh, with Kendrick Lamar, uh, Knowledge, uh, who else did he uh, work for? Uh, he did a lot of videos, man. And I was like, yo, this dude is like, he's for real, for real, for real, man. And at that time he was like, yeah, man, I'm about to sign with the agency. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I was like, yo, man, if you, if you need any, you know, any answers, questions, whatever it is, let me know, you know, because I've been in the business so long, man. And you know, this dude is just like, taking it to a whole nother level, man. Anderson Pack, that's who it was. He directed a lot of Anderson Pack videos. And, um, you know, from that point on, man, we he hit me up, was like, yo, man, you know, I'm doing this commercial. And I was like, all right, cool. And it was, you know, we did this, uh, no, we did the Anderson Pack bubbling video was the first joint that uh, I worked with him on. So the bubbling video, and I was like, okay, this brother's really on his thing. And then he uh, casted me for um, uh, a cricket a wireless commercial. And then he hit me. He was like, "Yo, you want to be in this? You want to be in this video with Will Smith?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> riding a horse." I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "All right." He was like, "All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you the details soon. Just I'm working some things out because uh, the original." for the uh the little Nas X video was supposed to be Will Smith. Okay. But Will Smith was busy so he couldn't do it. So Chris Rock came on board. And uh but yeah man, Calmatic has definitely, you know, put me in some iconic stuff, man. And this is definitely one of the biggest videos I want to say of what, 2019? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think, I think that song yeah. might have broke the the thing for no, most number ones. Oh yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. So definitely a big shout out to uh, the Calmatic man, and you know that brother's doing amazing work. So I, I was I was honored to be a part of that. I was able to ride a horse, <laughs> and uh, you know it was fun, man. <laughs> was that the first time you ever rode a horse? No, 
Uh, no, it was actually maybe my third, third or fourth time. But before we shot the video, they was like, yo, you got to go to riding class. So I was like, all right, sure. No problem. I was like, no problem. So uh, I was able to, you know, have some lessons, man, before I got on set. So when I got on set, they put me in my cowboy gear. I was already locked in the character, man. <laughs> man, that's crazy. So a lot of these things that I've seen that you've been in, like, I've seen the stuff, but now I'm going to have to go back and look and find you on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bubbling video, man, is the, the first uh, the first joint that I did with Calmatic, man. It's um, when uh, Anderson Pack is gambling. Mm-hmm. And he rolls the dice, and I come up, and I have a uh, I have a do rag on, and I'm like, oh man, this is crazy, man! You can't take my money. And then we chase after him. So, uh, so yeah, man, that that bubbling video is crazy. Dude. Like a lot of people don't understand that video visually is just crazy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, oh, going back to, I remember you said you had another story for me. I don't know if you remember. What oh yeah, yeah. So with uh, with All American. Um, the, the, the right, the, the showrunner and Keche Okoro, she is the, the showrunner of the show and the lead writer. And me and the NK worked together on Bones. I did an episode of Bones, which is probably one of my, as far as people say, proudest moments television wise mm-hmm. is Bones. And, uh, because I played this kid from Sierra Leone who was an amputee who was accused of murdering his best friend. And that script was NK's first script for TV. So here we go full circle, come back. She's the showrunner for all American and she's running the show and, you know, we've worked together. And then another writer on the show, Jamie Turner, we met when I did uh, the shield. I did the shield. I did three seasons of the shield. And Jamie Turner worked on that. So I've been, I've known Jamie Turner for 10 plus years. And like I said, working with NK, I worked with her on Bones and they're both on the show. So when they, you know, were, uh, when Preach was, the character was formed, they both had me in mind, but they didn't tell each other. They was like, oh, I got somebody who would be good for this role, Preach. He was like, yeah, I got somebody that would be good for this role too. But they never said my name. (laughs) Until it was just like, he was like, yo, I got this guy. He's great. He's from LA. And and Jamil was like, yeah, I've worked with him. His name is Kareem. And she was like, oh my God, that's who I was thinking of too. So, you know, it was was divine, man. It was divine, dude. I was a a fan of the show before I got on it. Because it, yeah, because mine was the opposite i got bust Mm -hmm. so i went to predominantly white school and then i transferred to a a predominantly uh black and latino school dorsey high school at that time was a powerhouse in football we were in sports illustrated at that time man and uh so i connected very quick to that story and 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 to, to to the show man so to be able to get on that show was a blessing. And then, you know, Leah Daniels Butler uh, casting me, brought me in. And, you know, hey, the, the rest is history, man. And her brother is Lee Daniels, who, you know, is a, a big time director, man. So, you know, big shout out to Leah Daniels Butler uh, for, you know, definitely bringing me in. Yeah, all about connections. Yeah, there it is. There it is, man. <laughs> you do good work. You show up on time. You're nice to people. You know, word travels, man, and people want to work with you. For sure. What what advice would you give to a young up-and-coming uh, actress or actor? A- actress or actor? Yeah. Um, you know, definitely study the craft. Um, know that this is something, really know in your heart if this is something that you want to do and really dedicate it. You know, I always tell people, this, these are words that I live by. I am say, you know, you, you treat your career like a bank account. You treat your craft, your craft like a bank account. The more you deposit into that bank account, the greater your return is going to be. So whatever you love, put as much effort, put as much as much effort, love into that craft, and then that craft in return will reward you. You know what you put in is what you get out of it. You know, so definitely study the craft. Um, if you have some greats, people that you admire, study their work, look at their films. 
You know what I'm saying? And really, that's just how Kobe was with Michael Jordan. <laughs> he studied Jordan and he became a, you know what I'm saying? He became Kobe, but you can see there were bits and pieces of Jordan's game in Kobe's game. You know, same thing as an actor. You know, study those people that you look up to, that you like, and, you know, take bits and pieces and incorporate it into yours, man. And, you know, I guarantee you what you put in is what you get out. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely great advice. Um, you yeah. ready for some fun questions? They're going to go from average to savage. Yeah, let's go. Average to savage. Let's go, Paul. Let's get into it. What's your, uh, what's your favorite song right now? My favorite. Ooh, man, that's, ooh, that's, that's a good one, dude. That's, you started off with a good one. Okay, okay. All right. Um, man, uh, my favorite song will probably be Jay Electronica, Never Ending Story. Okay. With Jay-Z right now off the Jay Elect album. Yeah, that's that's what I'm bumping. I have bumping, right uh, that's oh, what I, I'm going to check it out because people have been talking about it. Oh, my goodness. Jay Electronica's album. I heard both. I heard, I heard people that didn't like it. I heard people that liked it. Man, listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. Those who don't like it, they listen. They not really. The dude, lyrically and what he's talking about, and then you have an add-on of Jay-Z on there. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> So yeah, never is this story. Uh, Jay Electronica um, and Jay Z. Okay, what about what movie would you want to be in that's already been out? Uh, or that's show. a good one, or man. Or TV show. Uh, man, you good, Paul? Um, man, TV show. I was just, I was just, I was just, I was, okay, here we go. TV show. I love sitcom, three camera, half hour. Um, I like The Neighborhood with Cedric the Entertainer. That show was pretty funny. I like that show. Um, I'm trying to think. TV show, yeah. Movie right now. Hmm. Man, this is good, Paul. Man, you you're good with this one, man. This is good. Man, it's a it's a few of them, but I would say what movie I would what I would have loved to be in is when they see us. Alright. Is that is that Ava DuVernay? That, no, that's on. That was a. That was a. Uh, I think it was Netflix. Yeah, it was Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Um. Let me go back. My TV show. Hold on. Insecure HBO. Yes. <laughs> yes. Insecure HBO, and then movie when they see us. Yes. All right. How about this? Do you think I wrote down questions for this interview or no? You probably did because you're doing your home. So I didn't write down. I didn't write down any questions. Oh man, you good, Paul? You good, man? Hey, listen, you good? Hey, I think you got a future in this, man. <laughs> I'm about ninety store. Well, I probably did them over a hundred now, but episodes. Hey, yeah. Listen, it's only like the third video episode I did so far, though. Okay, listen. Every time you do it, you are gonna get better. Yeah. Just face it, man. Just know that. So it's Somebody, so the reason why I asked you, I just wanted to see what you said. And because my first one I ever did, I didn't write any questions because I wanted to be like a conversation. And then I was like, all right, yeah, I kinda absolutely. Need, kinda need to know. So I started yeah. writing questions, but then they just started getting like boring because then I wouldn't talk to them when they said the answer. So now absolutely. I'm like, I'm not writing, I'm just doing my research, remembering it, and then there it is questions. Or I'm just like looking at like what movies and stuff you've been in and TV shows like Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There it is. There it is. What about what's your let's say top five favorite movies? Uh, top five. Boys in the Hood. It's got to be in there. Um, in a side question. Ocean. I, 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 huh? In a side question. When you watch movies or TV, do you watch it differently than you think you watch it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I always, I'm, I can't like, 
being on set and the whole lot, I like, I don't watch it like the average person. Yeah. Like, I look at like shots yeah. and, you know what I'm saying, continuity. You have to tell your mind sometimes to be like, no, nah, just watch it as like a. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But, you know, I may look at certain things or a or, or, or different cut or whatever. So, yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> that's so- how I watch. That's how I watch. Uh, that's how I watch TV and that's how I watch films now. So it's very it's very very hard for me to do that so sorry <laughs> all right so you got boys in the um ocean 11 boys in the hood um boys in the hood all the oceans movies um what else uh man it's so many dude it's so many um soldier story um, I do. I really like the great debaters. Um, mm, Grand Torino. Uh, man. Uh, Black Panther. How many is that? That's like yeah, that was five. You got I'll go on and on and on. There's so many. Like I just yeah, to ask Wait, hold after, like top, modified. top 100 movies. Let's go. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but yo, just off the top, yo, yeah, yeah, those. What about what do you like to do in your free time? Um, I love to work out. Um, you know, also too, I'm part of a foundation called my friend's house where we feed the homeless every Wednesday. Um, I've been doing that for about eight years. So definitely in my free time, I love giving back. Um, Love working out, you know, definitely go to, you know, a a movie. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. I forgot to ask you, tell me about um, Facepop. Oh yeah, man. So I actually have an app um, with uh, my buddy Bervik Deculus, Jerome Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're non-technical founders. We came up with the idea. We bet on ourselves, and we are in the uh, Apple App Store, man. So FacePop is it allows you to create self-made emojis featuring your face. So it's not an avatar. It's not a you know, uh, cartoon is your actual face. So this is what it looks like. Okay. That's my face, right? So if you send me a text, I can send, let me turn it up. I can send a face pop. Yeah, you know what time it is. (laughs) It's Friday. That's Fish Friday. (laughs) So you can actually take your phone, record seven seconds, and then send it in a text. So the the our IP is we can just take just your head and extract the background so it looks like a floating head. So my how what I you know I always have a debate with my my partner Bird. But remember the tribe called Quest, uh, Midnight Marauder, Mid- Midnight Marauders Marauders album where it had all the rappers' heads on there. No, I think I'm that's what it came. Yeah, you're a young guy. <laughs> Matter of fact, great album, great album to listen to. Introduction to hip hop, great album. But uh, they had a bunch of rappers' heads on there, and I was like, man, that'll be dope if they can talk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you know, from there on, that was my input, and you know, we went on and, and made it happen. So it's in the Apple Store right now. It's free. We're only in the Apple Store. Uh, cause we're trying to raise more funding right now so we can get it into the Android store, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, you can, you know, seven seconds to say happy birthday. I love you. Talk smack to your friends, mm-hmm. especially if you're a gamer, you can want to say stuff, send it off and the whole nine. So it's in the Apple store. It's face pop F A C E P O P all one word. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check it out. 
And la- la- absolutely. Last absolutely. one. Uh, I always I always ask the people the last question. My guest, uh, what question would you want to ask me? So I have to ask you a question. Yeah, Paul. All right, Paul. So what made you want to start a podcast? All right, good question. So um, yeah, so I had my brand PG Sports. I made a lot of connections um, through athletes that I work with, and uh, so I had a lot of connections. And I was like, how do I use them more? And I so I was like, and I like to listen to podcasts and interviews. So I created a podcast by name to Average mm-hmm. Savage. So I could have guys on like you instead of just mm-hmm. sports. Got you. I want, I want to do everything. Like I did entrepreneurs. I did artists, authors. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Founders. That's what's cool. Yeah. So PG, so PG, here's another question. So PG right. sports, what is that about? How did that get started? What made you get, what made you start that? Like what made you go into entrepreneurship? Yeah, for sure. So I was uh, 19 in college. Uh, I created just as a Twitter page tweeting about sports. And then I made t-shirts, mm-hmm. gave them out to people just to promote the Twitter. And then, so I liked, everyone liked the shirts. So then I came up with a slogan everywhere and anywhere, made those shirts. Uh, just, I was doing, I guess, uh, influencer marketing for influencer marketing started. I was just like messaging uh-huh. and tweeting, knowing, knowing the shit out of athletes, like to wear it, sent it to them, like would ask for, <laughs> would ask for a picture or if they wouldn't, if they wouldn't tweet it out or something, I would just be like, yo, just send me the picture. Then like, I'll put it out. I don't care. Right. But, uh, from there. Right. Then I just started getting more into that. Um, and now I do pretty much everything from media, making websites, uh, social media stuff. And now I'm working with athletes to help them build their brands and like sports marketing. So nice. my original goal, I want to be like a sports agent. Okay. Dope. At one time I wanted to be a sports agent because I used to watch Arliss on HBO, how he was a sports agent. I was like, yo, that looks kind of fun. But it was like, yeah. Yeah, but the other thing that I found out, I was like, kind of more recently is like a lot of people don't like the agents yeah so it's like so that's why like i'm on the marketing side so like now i'm like right one guy because like oh you get the you get the cool stuff for the person yeah 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 i mean but you know what hey the agent the agent the agent as far as looking at agents is changing you got rich paul you know what i'm saying this young brother man is you know who's really about the 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 these athletes and his clients you know what i mean so that's dope man so that's what i do too it's just like some some athletes i work with it's just like they're like texting me to just do random things like yo can you download this video for me yo can you like uh, yo can you help me set up like a new page for my business blah 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 like just random stuff like that nice what 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 athletes have you worked for um, so one that I work with is uh, Renee Montgomery in the WNBA. Okay. Two-time champion. Um, I work with a lot of boxers and MMA fighters. Okay. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Chad Dawson. Yeah, absolutely. He's world champion. Yeah, so he's actually I'm from so I'm from Connecticut. He's from New Haven. So okay, uh, from towns right near each other. Okay. I work with uh, athletes like that. Um, okay. Well, and then one UFC fighter. I don't know Marlon Rice. He's like. Yeah, I've heard, I've, yeah, I think I've heard him. Yeah. He's, like yeah, he's actually ranked like number one right now. Even though he lost the title fight, but he's still ranked number one for bantamweights right now. Dope, dope, man. I've been, uh, I've been to Enfield, Connecticut. Okay. Uh, uh, one of my jobs, I was a brand ambassador, and we had to go to Lego. So the headquarters of Lego is in Enfield, Connecticut. <laughs> so I was able to go to the Lego, uh, the Lego campus, which was super duper cool, man. But when people say Connecticut, I'm like, yo, I was in Enfield, Connecticut. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been there. Enfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool, man. Besides the 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 the, the prison being uh, a couple of blocks away from the Lego uh, the Lego uh, campus, everything else is good. <laughs> All right, I got one last ask for you. If you could do it or not, yeah. you don't have to do it. You don't have to commit. Could you get into yeah. character of preach and introduce? me that i'm inter- that i'm interviewing you all right um pause paul garano Gar- garino yeah garino yo this preach and uh my man paul garino is uh it's about to interview me so uh i suggest y'all tap in and uh support this brother because he's doing big things and uh we're gonna keep this thing rolling like that man Big shout out to my guy, Paul Garino. 
average to savage. That's what it's about, man. That's what we doing out here in these streets, man. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was dope. There it is. There it you know, is. It's funny too because I I had uh, you know who Kush Poppy is on social media. Yes. Yeah. I had, I had him on, and I was like, "Yo, could you do like a quick rant?" Uh huh. Like I put him on the spot, and he was just like. He was like, oh, man, I can't. he's like, I can't. Like, I'm not used to it, but he's not like an actor. Like, remember, that's going back right. to what you were saying. Yeah. And then you were just like, yo, all right, hold up. And then you did there it. There it is, man. There it is. That's the Instagram versus the, the real. There it is. There it is, man. There it is, dude. You just tap in. All right, it's well, in you. It's in you. No. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely got free, uh, free preach T-shirts uh, online. Uh, for sale and you know anybody that orders I definitely sign it for them and uh, you know they have they have a, a keepsake for part of the show all right cool yeah it's still recording so I'll, I'll edit it throw it back in there it is there <laughs> it is man indeed y'all can go to blackbh.com and uh, order the uh, the free preach t-shirts or like I said you can follow me on Instagram I'm always posting up the uh, the, uh, the site on there you know you, you you uh, place an order, and I will definitely sign it. Uh, preach, all American Korean grinds. There it is. Oh yeah, is there anything, any other up and coming stuff that's getting released with you in it? Yeah, so I have a, um, I have a movie out right now that's on um, Apple um, and Amazon. Uh, it's called Shepherd, and it's a thriller. Um, um, I play this uh, school teacher, Mr. Dwyer. Um, so, you know, if you're, you know, everybody's home, you can definitely check it out. It's on Amazon and it's on Apple and it's called Shepherd and it's a thriller. So, you know, definitely check that out. You see another side of it. Well, I appreciate you coming on and, uh, could you let the listeners know where they can follow you at? Yeah, man, this is, uh, Kareem Grimes and you can uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Snapchat, K-A-R-E-E-M. G R I M E S all across the board. Absolutely, man. Indeed, man. I appreciate you, brother. Have a blessed one. All right, you too. I'll see you. Peace. Yep.